Good morning, Memphis, and welcome to our internet listeners and podcast listeners across the 50 states. You're on Real Estate Mortgage Shop, and I'm your host, Joe Garner, Mortgage Loan Officer. You can connect with me at jogarner.com. Our general topic is your real estate and financing decisions. Profit from the facts. Avoid being fooled by fiction. Subscribe to get our weekly blog post. We'll even uh, we'll throw that podcast in there with the show notes, and you can do that at jogarner.com. Call us while we're live today, January the 25th, 2020, at 901 <laughs> Well, you know, can you remember how you felt when you missed out on a great deal or when you were lured into a bad one because you believed something to be true that wasn't? I believe we've all been there. We've all done that. Uh, In this episode of Real Estate Mortgage Shop, we're going to clarify fact from common fiction to help you avoid making costly mistakes. Tom King, our expert real estate uh, appraiser, is going to be sharing the inside scoop from behind the appraisal desk that is helpful to know when you're trying to make a decision about real estate. And I'm going to be dispelling some myths that I believe will help you move forward with some profitable strategy on your financing. Sitting around the table with us, of course, we have Tom King of Bill King Appraisal Company. Uh, Tom's a real estate appraiser. He's been doing it for over 40 years. And Tom, you have seen your share of myths in the world of real estate that have caused financial harm to people. I know you're going to be able to give us the inside scoop from the real estate appraisal side. But before we get into that, though, tell our listeners a little bit about yourself and maybe um, something our regular listeners don't know about you. All Mm. right. Well, Joe, my name is Tom King, and my business company is called Bill King Company, and it's named after my father. I grew up in the business, and uh, uh, from the time I was, I guess, able to walk, I followed him around and uh, uh, learned the business from there and kept the name long after he passed away, I think in 1995. So I do real estate appraisals for a mortgage loan, uh, relocation uh, for individuals. And I, I did an interesting one the other day. A man called and said, I put an addition on my house and it doesn't show up in the records and I'm about to sell my house. I want to know the value. And I said, well, the big thing you need to do is, you know, you need to get your square footage published in the the uh, MLS system, the Mardata MLS system, and, and get that right so people won't think that your house is much smaller than it is. So uh, that's one of the things I do mm-hmm. and for uh, all cash buyers and things like that. So uh, just about anything you need an appraisal for uh, in Shelby, Tipton, and Fayette County, I'll be happy to help you. You work on estate situations, divorce settlements. You do, uh, like you said, you do quite a number of appraisal appraisals for cash buyers. That's right. Yep. That's right. You can't. We can't assign you as a uh, appraiser automatically through the mortgage company because there's a firewall now between the mortgage company and appraisers, so that mortgage companies can't uh, t- can't tell ahead of time who the appraiser is going to be. We have to go through a system where it's kind of a roster it's that basically a third party system, for yes. lack of a better word, <laughs> keep down the collusion and all that stuff. That's right, all that bad stuff. Well, you know when it comes to the internet uh all that glitters is not gold and all that is posted on the internet is not true oh no you busted my bubble <laughs> and all the calls and texts that you get aren't true all of them aren't true either no you you didn't win the lottery 
uh, especially if you didn't buy a ticket, right? That's right. <laughs> well, I got a call from a scammer the other day, and a very professional-sounding lady informed me that she was calling because the deadline for signing up for Medicare, this Medicare supplement policy, was coming up, and she was there to help me, so I would not miss the deadline on these wonderful benefits. Well, I realized it was a scammer because I don't even qualify for for Medicare and all that. But uh, the point is, she sounded very convincing. And it was indeed bumping up on the deadline for many people at that time who were signing up for their benefits. Even a careful person can be fooled by crafty fiction fakers. There are some myths on the phone and in the social media world that can hurt you if you act on the belief that these that this information is true when it, it's not, when it's not. By the way, if you surf the Internet a lot and you want to know the truth about certain posts, let me suggest going to Snopes.com. That's S as in Sam, N as in Nancy, O, P as in Peter, E, S, dot com, Snopes.com. They are great myth busters. But here's a big, big one that has cost people thousands of dollars and a lot of equity. In the mortgage business, I still have callers who tell me they would love to buy a house, but uh, they've not been able to save the 20% down payment. Well, when I ask them why they absolutely feel they have to pay 20% down, they'll say something like, well, I thought 20% down was a minimum down payment. You you mean I really don't have to pay 20% down? No, you don't. And there are plenty of home buyers around the country buying homes for three and a half to zero down. Others choose to put more money down, okay, and there are plenty of down payment assistance programs out there available to people who fall within that program's guidelines. And before you say, well, I'm sure I don't qualify, (laughs) let's look at your numbers. You may be surprised. There are still 100% loans around the country, like the VA loans, the USDA loans. You have to qualify for their restrictions, of course. So let's talk. Let's explore some options that would fit you best. You can connect with me at jogarner.com or call me directly. I'd love to hear your story. 901-482-0354. Make your plan. Let's work your plan. If the deal works for you today, let's do, do it, it today. today. Of course. But, Tom, you know, on the appraisal side, and I'm going to be covering some of the mortgage and financing myths a little bit later in the show, but you've got some appraisal myths that can cost people money or if you know what the facts are it can help you make money that's right joe and i I guess the biggest myth there is is the price per square foot in other words people ask me what are houses selling for per square foot these days and uh, my response to them is uh you know anywhere from uh twenty dollars a foot to two hundred two hundred and fifty dollars a square foot depending on the location and uh features that your house may have so you know it's it's i, I respond to kind of in a flippant way but that is really a, a huge myth and uh i've even heard the tax assessor say well you know homes in this area are going for so much per square foot so if that was the truth they wouldn't need an appraisal um, all we do is go out and, you know, have someone measure the house and submit that square footage in and you'd apply the, quote, magic number to it. And that would be it. Uh, and the reason it is such a myth is that, uh, uh, you know, your, your house may have uh, been recently updated. 
uh, a lot of people are making the popcorn ceiling smooth and the the carpet into this uh, amazing tile floor that they they're, they've got right now and uh, putting in the custom tubs and the granite everywhere and the stainless steel appliances. And uh, all that helps their house a little bit, and that pushes that square footage value up. Now, the only time I really see it in a uh, price per square foot in a house is, say, if if the house I'm appraising is selling for, say, 150 or 160 a square foot, and I'm looking at all the sales in that, in the area, in my market area, and they're at $130, $140 a square foot. And that's going to make it tough to get that appraisal done. So uh, we have to search for the the right house and uh, get everything ready and uh, do the best job we can because sometimes it doesn't work. But that price per square foot is a big myth right now. Yep. We're going to get into a little bit more of that when we come back. You're listening to Real Estate Mortgage Shop, and I'm your host, Joe Garner, Mortgage Loan Officer with Sierra Pacific Mortgage. When we come back from break, Tom King will be pointing out some common mistakes people make and how to avoid them when it comes to anticipating the value of their home. Thanks for connecting with me on Real Estate Mortgage Shop. What do you want to accomplish with your mortgage? You may be able to hit your goals faster than you thought. Let's talk. Subscribe. at uh, You'll get our podcast with the show notes. You can subscribe. We'll send it to you every week at jogarner.com. So when we come back, we'll be talking with Tom. We'll see you guys back in just a moment. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. Hi, I'm Jana Cardona, Executive Director of Business Network International in West Tennessee and North Mississippi, and you are listening to Real Estate Mortgage Shop. Now back to your host. Joe Garner. Sierra Pacific Mortgage Company, Inc., NMLS 1788, licensed in Arkansas, 23921, licensed by the Mississippi Department of Banking and Consumer Finance, 1788, licensed in Tennessee, 109426, 46 Timber Creek Drive, Cordova, Tennessee, 38018, equal housing lender. You're back on Real Estate Mortgage Shop. I'm Joe Garner, your host. And today we're talking about your real estate and financing decisions. Profit from the facts. Avoid being fooled by fiction. And in the co-host chair, we have none other than Tom King of Bill King Appraisal Company, our appraisal expert. And uh, he's going to be sharing some stuff with you. But, you know... We love to do that. We love to play this game. It's called the Look Back Memphis Trivia Contest. And the Look Back Memphis Trivia Contest is brought to you by notable Memphis historian Jimmy Ogle. Jimmy Ogle offers free historic. Well, he used to offer free historic walking tours. Let me back up. He's got some stuff, some lectures that he did at the Pink Palace that you're going to love. You can go to Google. Google Jimmy Ogle and uh, Pink Palace. You'll find those lectures there. They're very entertaining, very informing. You can also um, contact Jimmy at jimmyogle.com. Our trivia, our Look Back Memphis Trivia Contest is sponsored by John and Jennifer Lawhon of Lawhon Landscape, 901-754-7474. The Lawhons can help you plan your landscaping if you have a really big, big project or a small project, or you may want to do that big one in phases. The Lawhons are giving away a $25 gift card to the first person with the correct trivia answer. And if you know the answer to our trivia question, call us uh, at 901 
535-9732. And Joe, here's here's the question. I've been the tallest building in South Main Historic District since 1914. Who am I? And I'll give a few more hints just to help you out a little bit in case you didn't get it there. For the past 15 years, my grounds have been used for a weekly farmer's market. And I receive two visits a day from a very famous mode of transportation. (laughs) And now I have a seven-screen movie theater on my grounds. And I'm a brand-new luxury using a century-old name. Who am I? Oh, I know you guys know the answer to that. Uh, The downtown people should know. Uh, Absolutely. And what's that number again? 901-535-9732. All right. So while we wait, while we wait... On our trivia winner, we're going to go back over to Tom. We're going to break. We're going to, as uh, used in bad grammar, we're going to bust up some myths on uh, appraisals. So, Tom, you talked about the myth of the dollar per square foot value. Keep let's keep let's continue on with those myths. All right. Well, here's one that we were talking about before the show is uh, your rent cost versus your mortgage loan cost, and this isn't. Totally, it may not be totally true in every case, but a lot of times the rent you pay is really more than the mortgage about you mm-hmm. pay. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, you know, when you if you can get into that house and get into a, a situation where you can buy that house, mm-hmm. that would be wonderful. And there are also some wonderful tax advantages to uh, owning your own home. Of course, you have to maintain it, but. Uh, Hey, you're making if the values go up, that money's yours, and, and that not is the you're, you're absolutely right, Tom. There, there is a myth. Some people think that it's going to cost them a lot more to buy a house, and in many cases, we can't guarantee. Of course, uh, it could. It depends on the person, but in many cases, people are delighted to find out that their house payments, like a, as much as twenty five percent or a third less than what they would pay for a comparable house in rent. So. Great myth buster there. We have a winner, and we have Susan on the line. And Susan, you are our Look Back Memphis <coughs> Trivia winner. What is the answer to the Look Back Memphis Trivia contest? Oh, That's girl. That's right. <laughs> he wins the prize, a $25 gift card from the Lawhans of Lawhan Landscape. How did you know the answer? Oh, okay. <laughs> did you get it on the? Did you get it on the first try or what? Oh, that's wonderful. He did. <laughs> oh, okay. That's right. That's right. Well, Susan, congratulations, and we thank you for listening to Real Estate Mortgage Shop. Congratulations on being our winner. Oh, oh bless that's your wonderful, heart. and you oh. made it in. <laughs> well, the Law Hunts will give you a $25 gift certificate for that, and uh, we hope you uh, uh, stay a listener and call in again. All righty, girl. We appreciate, Susan. We really do appreciate our listeners out there. Um, Back to what we were talking about, though. Uh, We were talking about some myths. You had covered the myth of the dollar per square foot. You don't value a house on dollar per square foot. Uh, You also talked about the myth of that people deal with rent versus buy. People automatically, in some cases, assume that it's going to cost them more to buy a house than rent. But a lot of times it's the opposite. It costs them less to rent. I mean, less to buy than to rent. What are some other myths? All right. Another good myth would be comparable sales. And this is something I think real estate, I don't want to badmouth real estate agents, but they look in a very tight 
area, uh-huh. like the same subdivision. And uh, that's really not the way the typical buyer would look at a house. Uh, searching for a house would look at it. They say, they don't say, I want to be in this subdivision. They say, I want to be in the Bartlett area, and mm-hmm. this is my price range. And mm-hmm. you go, we, as appraisers, we search a wider area. But uh, the myth I'm talking about is that every comparable may be a good sale. And the house that sold across the street yesterday may be the worst sale that you could use in appraising the house. And let me get into that just a little bit. I mean, how does that work? Mm-hmm. And uh, you say, well, uh, maybe it was a, an estate sale or maybe it needed a lot of work done to it mm-hmm. or maybe it was a foreclosure. Mm-hmm. And if it's an area that's that doesn't have a whole lot of foreclosures, uh, that's not a good sale, even though it's next door. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you, you want to search – the the sales that have the most similar qualities of the house you're appraising. And if you have to go out a little bit further for that, then that's okay, too. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Tom, you and I love the, our realtor friends, and realtors are worth their weight in gold. Absolutely. Because they're on their boots on the ground, and we have talked about, you have talked about this before on other shows, where if you are trying to determine a value, and you've got a house that your your house you're appraising has they've spent money they've they've upgraded with you know, maybe granite countertops in a neighborhood where granite countertops are of great value, or they've done this or that to upgrade the house, but the house across the street has not done anything for the last thirty years. They still got the blue that, carpet that could, and the the, that could be the worst sale. Yeah, <laughs> it's but the realtor knows most in that's most right. cases your realtors and know this. That's right, and a lot of times they probably know a house that's been fixed up just like that because they go in and out of these homes all the time, right. and they're they're uh, very knowledgeable about this area. So, but your point is taken that just because, and I've had clients to call and say, "Hey, I want to sell my house for sale by owner," or, or "We're wanting to refinance our house," or whatever the case is. <clears throat> we know that our house is going to appraise for three hundred thousand because the house. Down the street from us sold for three hundred. Well, the house down the street had an extra bedroom and a, an extra half bath, and they had they were had upgraded, and they may have had something else in there. You, you can't you can't go by just the house that's, down the that's, street. That's right. And another thing is they'll say, well, the house down the street uh, sold for one hundred twenty dollars a square foot. We're getting back to the square foot thing again, and uh, mine should be worth that. Well, the house down the street was. Maybe half the size of yours, and what I tell people is that that means that all the land costs, the kitchen equipment, the garage is averaged over a much smaller area. So the smaller homes typically do sell for a more per square foot. So, right. And the other thing is if you're looking at a 1,500-square-foot house and yours is 3,000 square feet, that's not a valid comparable at all. You want to stay within a reasonable range say between 10 to 15 percent on square 10 to 20 percent on square footage and uh, let that be part of your major search area so you can mm-hmm. compare like size homes and then mm-hmm. discern the quality of the home and the sales from there well we have a caller so um hello there you're on real estate mortgage shop we got a caller i don't i don't uh, hear our caller so uh, uh, let, me, uh, let me try again. Let me try again. We've got Mark on the line. Mark, are you with us? Right. Hello, Mark. <laughs> Principal a payment. But my thinking was they many times people think of that 20% because that's where they get that PMI or principal mortgage. And 
insurance uh, confused. Yes. If they pay that, if they get 20%, they don't have to uh, pay that kind of insurance back to the lender for lending the money. Have I got that right? You do on conventional loans. Now, there are some programs, of course, out there that are going to um, not be under that same rule. But for conventional financing, if you have 20%, at least 80% loan to value, and that's based on the appraisal value or the sales price, whichever is lower, then um, you can avoid paying private mortgage insurance. And private mortgage insurance does not help you as a buyer or a borrower, it only helps the lender. So my job as a loan officer is to try to help you avoid cost uh, in things that are not not going to benefit you in the long run. And, and, oh, that's good. And, Mark, one, one thing about that uh, private mortgage insurance, or PMI, as they say, is that uh, – the bank's not going to voluntarily get rid of that. You need to, if you think your value has gone up and you may be at the 70 to 80 percent value, uh, you need to call them up and say, I want to get rid of this stuff because, you know, right. probably they're not going to, they're not going to say, Oh, your value has gone up. We're going to drop it. And many times that does involve an appraisal. And, uh, that's one of the mm-hmm. things that I do, but it's mm-hmm. got to go through the mortgage company in order to, to Mark, do that. That is an excellent question. Excellent. We appreciate you calling, Mark. And uh, uh, we've got a couple of more callers here real quick before we head off to uh, Fox News. So, Roy, uh, thank you for joining us today on Real Estate Mortgage Shop. Royce. Royce. Roy. Yes. I'm sorry. I couldn't read the prompter here. It says it was the the spelling was changing. (laughs) So it's Roy. It was changing as she was saying. As he was talking, yeah. All right, Roy, what's your question or comment? I have a, a home that uh, is an estate uh, settlement, and uh, it's owned by my family. And it's in a rather uh, exclusive area of Memphis. And uh, the homes in the area there are in the three to four to five thousand square foot uh, footprint. And the house that we have is the smallest home in that area. Uh, of about 2,000 square foot. It's basically a, a 3-2 mm-hmm. ranch-style type house. So, um, and it's, it, it, when we sell it, we're going to sell it as is. So it hasn't been updated any at all. Uh, it's still got the uh, the 19. Yeah. Uh, hey, Roy, we're getting ready to go to Fox News. Can you hold the line? Because when we come back, we want to pick up where we left off with you. So can can you please hold? We would like to talk with you as soon as we get back from fox news you're on real estate mortgage shop i am joe garner your host mortgage loan officer you can connect with me at jogarner.com and tom king how do we contact you give me a call at 901-487-6989 we'll see you guys back in just a moment one fm hi i'm mark loden with mkl budgeting service in germantown tennessee you're listening to real estate mortgage shop now back to your host joe garner There's something on my mind Won't somebody please Please tell me what's wrong You're just a fool You know you're in love What you say Sing it, girl. That's right. That's good stuff there. (laughs) Yes. You're on uh, Real Estate Mortgage Shop. I am Joe Garner, your host, mortgage loan officer. You can catch me at jogarner.com. Subscribe. You can get our 
podcast with the show notes. You can also find me hanging around Sierra Pacific Mortgage here in the Memphis area, but wherever your mortgage journey, I would love to be on it with you wherever in the country that you are. We have Tom King in the studio with us. He is our uh, appraiser, our expert appraiser. And how do we contact you, Tom? Give me a call at 901-487-6989. And we've got Roy back on the line again. And, Roy, thank you for holding through Fox News. And let's continue. What was your question? And let's see how Tom can help us. Okay. Um, the area that I'm talking about is in the Mel, uh, the Bell Mead area. Oh, yes. And uh, it's, it's a very uh, exclusive area, a lot of very expensive homes, and a lot of the homes are being upgraded and different things. You know, you know the area yes. scenario. But anyway, the house is the smallest house in the area uh, with about 2,200 square feet. Um, it's not been upgraded any at all. So we're looking to possibly sell the home this spring to settle the estate. Um, the contentious is that we would sell it as is. So when you give an appraisal, uh, obviously there's not going to be a lot of comps in that area that would uh, reflect the value of this particular home. Yes. Um, how about then determining what the value would be on an as-is sell? Well, Roy, in that area and in some of the other areas in there, probably you have to look at what we call highest and best used. And use, and what that means is that maybe the best thing you could do with that house or the the potential buyer for that house may be someone that will just tear it down and build one of those $1.2, $1.5 million homes that uh, are are going up in there. So uh, you you don't want to do anything to it, and uh, there are sales in that area and in other areas that can prove it. And most likely that would be uh, what I would think you may want to do. Uh, and uh, I'd be happy to help you with that. But there, there are things oh. you can do. There, there's, there's enough uh, what I call teardown and rebuilds in, in the East Memphis area to where we could, uh, we, we could come up with an accurate value. Okay. So um, the – what you're telling me, though, is that this house would the land is probably in the location is valued probably a lot more than let's say the house itself. That's that's right. That's right. And it's it's weird in the in the tax assessor records, you you might find that uh, your land will be worth something and your house will be ten dollars right. or a hundred dollars or something like that because they they realize that it's a teardown area. But uh, give me a call off the air and we'll be happy to talk to you. Thank you so much, Roy, for being on Real Estate Mortgage Shop. And, uh, you know, there's some mortgage myths, too. We talked about the biggest one, that so many people have waited years before buying a house because they thought that the minimum down was 20% when they didn't realize they could get in for as much as three and a half, little as three and a half to zero down. But real estate investors, now real estate investors who are buying a home to rent out and make income on it, their minimum down is around 15 to 20 percent, somewhere in that range. And here's a tip for real estate investors, busting the myth that you can't own more than 10 financed homes. Now, if you're an owner-occupant, <clears throat> you can own as many homes, refinance as many homes as you want, regardless of how many properties you own that are financed. But if you're a real estate investor, most of your, uh, like Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac, they're going to limit you to around 10 financed properties. <clears throat> even less if you're doing a cash-out refinance. But you can own more than 10 homes and still get a Fannie Mae low fixed-rate 
interest rate, 30-year fixed rate payment. You just can't own more than 10, okay? Now, on commercial commercial properties, I've had real estate investors call me and say, well, I already own over five, over 10 finance properties. Can you help me? Well, yes, we have niche products that we can do that where it doesn't matter how many properties you have financed. Another mistake that investors will make is some of their properties are over five units, over four units. There's five or six or seven or 30 units. Well, they're counting that. Well, Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac do not count those as finance properties. Those are uh, not considered residential as much so as they are considered commercial. So if you own a commercial real estate property or you own a property that's financed that has over four units, it doesn't count in your 10 limited finance properties. So, hey, you may have a few extra shots to go to get 30-year fixed rate. So give me a call. We can look at your particular situation. Here's another myth. <clears throat> you can only buy a home. Uh, well, let me just cover this one. Here's another one. If you have experienced a short sale or a foreclosure in less than seven years, people automatically assume, well, I can't do that. I can't buy a house until after seven years. There are pro- there are programs out there under certain conditions where you can document things. We can get it probably done in, in three years from the completion of that foreclosure. That's after it's resold back into the market. So don't... Um, don't put off buying a house and building wealth if you had an extenuating circumstance that caused you to have to go into foreclosure. You can give me a call, but there do, there is some criteria for that. So call me. We can go into a little bit more detail. Here's another myth. Your interest rate reflects the true cost of your mortgage. No, <clears throat> it doesn't. It's the APR, annual percentage rate. Let me dispel a myth right here. Believe it or not... <laughs> There are mortgage companies that have a different way they differ from each other on what what cost they include in the APR calculation. And some of them include just all of the mortgage costs. Some of them include only what qualifies on record as an annual percentage rate cost. So just because you get an APR that's um, maybe 3.5, Nine, and then you get another lender who gives you a 3.8. The 3.8 may or may not be the best APR. You want to look at the actual detailed cost listed out there. And if you have a question and you're trying to compare, give me a call, 901-482-0354 after the show. I'm happy to help you discern, look at those, and help compare. Um, The interest rate is what you're going to pay on the mortgage itself, but the annual percentage rate is what you use to compare. All right, so we'll talk more about that. If you're in a situation where you're trying to make that decision, I'm happy to help. Here's another one. Mortgage rates change only once a day, and mortgage rates go up when the Federal Reserve rate goes up. Not true. Mortgage rates can change multiple times a day. We've seen it, and they are not tied to the Fed rate. They are tied to the news sometimes. <laughs> they are tied to the news, Tom. You're absolutely right. Um, what When the Fed goes up, that affects your consumer, like your, your overnight rates, your prime rates, things like that. Your mortgages are more or less, and I'm going back to what Tom said, it's not always exactly tied to the 10-year bond yield. It is sometimes driven by supply, demand, and things that happen in the news that kind of scare investors. If people, generally speaking, if people um, get really nervous with the market with negative news, they tend to pull money out of the stock, uh, out of the stock market and put it into bonds, which 
in most cases cause the 10-year bond yield to go down because they don't have to raise the yield to attract new buyers. They've got buyers. But you have positive news. People are pulling money out of the bond market, putting it into the stock market. Now you do have um, a situation where it's likely that your mortgage pricing is going to go up because the yield on that 10-year is going up. But it doesn't scientifically go go exactly with the 10-year yield, just generally speaking. So if you're trying to make that decision, give me a call. Here's another one. As long as my credit scores are good, this is a myth, as long as my credit scores are good, it doesn't matter how low my spouse's credit scores are, even if both of us need to be on the loan. Yes, it does. <clears throat> When you're applying jointly for a mortgage, lenders are going to pull both. If you're both on the mortgage, they're going to pull both uh, credit scores on you guys. And your uh, spouse's scores, your scores, they're going to take the lowest mid-score between the two of you. And they pull from Experian, Credit Bureau, Equifax, and TransUnion. Lenders uh, are required to use the middle, the lowest middle score, so we have to. Lenders um, are going to... Uh, base your pricing and everything on that score. And this means that the least creditworthy borrower will have the greatest effect on your monthly payment. In some cases where one spouse's middle scores are extremely low, uh, we might look at taking the low-scoring spouse off the loan and just keeping them on the title but not on the loan. So there's ways to work around that. Myth number seven, the credit score I pulled from the consumer site, like Credit Karma, will be the same scores the mortgage company will get. That is a myth. That is not true. And the reason is because your credit karmas, your your consumer sites like that, they are using a different algorithm to calculate your scores than mortgage companies uh, across the country. Now, the mortgage companies use something like a FICO classic scoring system, and there are some of the consumer sites use what's called a Vantage score system. So you are going to see a difference, and usually your mortgage scores are lower, uh, usually by maybe 5 to 15 points, than you're going to see on your consumer sites. And, and you know, Joe, it gets back to our, what we say almost every week. Is if you're going to buy furniture for that house and it says no payments until 2024 <laughs> or 2040 or whatever, don't do, do it. that after you buy the house because that can affect your credit score. So uh, that's one of those things that uh, really needs to be looked at. So um, same as you may want to buy a lawnmower that's Three years, same as cash, or three Don't years, no interest. Yeah, do, I'm gonna, do I, that after the... That's a great point. I'm, before I go into my eighth myth, I just want to say that is true. You don't want to uh, open any new accounts, add any balances to any accounts until after closing. You want to keep your credit card balances under 30% usage because that will help your score. If you go over 50% usage, typically... That's going to take points away, even if you're making your payments on time. Myth number eight, once the mortgage company has checked my credit and my income and my money to close during the mortgage process, they won't check it again before I close. That is a myth. They will. That's another reason why Tom and I are saying do not, do not go out and open any new accounts. Don't add any uh, balances on there. Just don't do it until after closing. Myth number nine, and we're getting ready to go to break. If I get a gift from someone to use as my down payment and home closing funds, the person giving me the money doesn't have to show a paper trail on the source of their funds. That's a myth. They do. <clears throat> I can walk you around and show you some shortcuts that are allowed that will um, reduce the amount of work that your donor has to do. It's, it can be very simple. 
But yes, it cannot come out. Money can't come from a mattress. Money can't just appear. You are going to have to show where it comes from. But we're getting ready to go to break. I'm um, I'm Joe Garner, your host, mortgage loan officer. I would love to be yours. You can connect with me at jogarner.com. And this co-host here, Tom King of Bill King Appraisal Company. Tom, how do we contact you? Give me a call at 901-487-6989. We'll see you guys back in just a moment. Honor the life of your loved one. Visit on attorney Mark Sturpko with the Sturpko Law Group from New Orleans, Louisiana. And I listen to the Real Estate Mortgage Shop. Don't be fooled again. You're on Real Estate Mortgage Shop. I am Joe Garner, your host, mortgage loan officer. I'd love to be yours. You can connect with me at jogarner.com. Call me the old-fashioned way, 901-482-0354. Tom King's in the house. He is our expert appraiser. Tom King, how do we contact you? Give me a call at 901-487-6989. We're talking about your real estate and financing decisions. Profit from the facts. Avoid being fooled by the fiction. But we're going to take a moment and we're going to do something we like to do every week, which is the real Real estate estate. tip of the week. Renovation Tip of the Week brought to you by Sierra Pacific Mortgage Renovation. I'm Michael Brooks. Let's get hammered. There are several important considerations for renovating a home, and sometimes less is more. Let's take your kitchen, for example. It's been said the kitchen is the heart of the home, and a minor kitchen remodel might just give you a better bang for your buck. Refacing cabinets, new countertops, flooring and lighting should give you a better return on your investment compared to a major remodel if you decide to sell in the future. Food for thought. Again, this is Michael Brooks here, Pacific Mortgage Renovation, creating vision, adding value. All right. Thank you so much, Michael Brooks, our renovation national renovation manager at Sierra Pacific Mortgage, where I work, and we love doing renovation repair projects. It's a great way to get a bargain right now in this very competitive market is a fixer-upper. Let me help you do that on the mortgage side. You know, another place, I want to give a tip here, <clears throat> another place where I've seen people just save thousands of dollars is if you if you're in a if you're in a situation where you've uh, because of a unexpected emergency or whatever you've acquired a lot of credit card debt that's racking up double digit interest rates right now is a great time to cash out refinance but what i would say <clears throat> is if you're going to refinance and take advantage of that the highest values we've seen, Tom, in over 10 years in real estate. That's right. <clears throat> values are high. Interest rates are low. If you do cash out, refinance, pay off those uh, credit card debts and include them in your in your mortgage, let's go one step further, further and let's look at a plan that will make the least expensive way for you to pay off that mortgage the fastest. Because now... In a lot of cases, I've seen people save several hundred dollars, maybe even eight hundred, nine hundred dollars a month in overall cash flow because they're not strapped with those credit card high payments, high interest rate, snowballing debt. They don't have that anymore. They're saving <clears throat> overall about nine hundred dollars, eight hundred dollars a month. If we can take part of that money and apply it to prepay the principal in the beginning. Tom, is astounding how fast you can get rid of your mortgage that's, completely. That's right, Joe. And the one thing you don't want to do is go back into that debt. 
right. you know, kind of kind of learn your lesson the first time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't don't go back into debt. Just enjoy enjoy the ride. And the credit card debt is what we're talking about. Exactly. Yes. Uh, all right. So I've got some talk shop announcements. Tom, talk shop offers free education and networking to anyone interested in real estate, business, or health and wellness. Talk shop meets every Wednesday, nine to ten a.m. over at Concord Career College, fifty one hundred Poplar Avenue. First floor, and that's the Clark Tower here in Memphis. This Wednesday, January the 29th, 2020, join us for the Mastermind Principle based on the book Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. We'd love to have you. Talk shop events are free thanks to sponsors like Miranda Griffin, who is the owner of Healthy Mid-South. Miranda Griffin has been inspiring people at home and at work to live a healthy lifestyle. She's got some really cool ideas. Reach out to Miranda Griffin to get started on your healthy journey. You can reach her at HealthyMidSouth.com. Talk Shop also thanks Greg and Kelly Inman of Next Day Access, where you can get wheelchair access, grab bars, chair lifts within 48 hours for your handicapped or aging loved ones. Contact Greg and Kelly Inman at 901-617-4675. We also uh, want to remind you that uh, you can get Real Estate Mortgage Shop podcast with the show notes. Just go to jogarner.com and subscribe. We won't sell your email. We want to stay friends. Real Estate Mortgage Shop reminds you to make your plan. Let's work your plan. If the deal works for you today, let's do, do it, it today. today. Of course. Got a couple of quotes <clears throat> from our quote corner. I love this one. Money can't buy happiness, but uh, neither can poverty. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Here's another one. This is really fun. Bad decisions make for great stories. <laughs> That's right. That's I'm right. sure about and that. And lessons learned. That's right, Joe. And, uh, you know, we're getting back to uh, some myths. You know, getting back to the price per square foot and what we call functional obsolescence, uh, that means messed up floor plan. <laughs> that's, that's an appraiser's <laughs> way. Or or let me put it a different way, and I ask people this. They said, uh, they may put on like a, a thousand square foot house and then put a 20 by 20 foot den in the back. Mm-hmm. And uh, I asked him, I said, if you're going to build that house again, would you build it exactly the same way? And they say no. And I said, well, you've just defined what functional obsolescence <laughs> is. And uh, again, that price per square foot value that other houses are going for may be a little less because someone says, you know, I, I don't want a 10 by 10 living room and a 10 by 10 dining room and a 20 foot by 20 foot den. <laughs> and uh, uh, that's a little bit of what uh, right. we're talking about with a uh, uh, price per square foot. And uh, some of the other myths in in uh, in, a, in the appraisal industry is that, you know, you can't you cannot walk into a mortgage loan office or mortgage loan officer and say, uh, I want to refinance my house. Here's my appraisal. <laughs> you know, yeah. Yeah. I've, I've got it appraised <laughs> and uh, here it is. Use that. And uh, due to the regulations that you could probably dive into a little bit better than that, that cannot be done. Yeah, you have to go through the mortgage company has to order through a third party 
went, uh, a third party agency it or they have a roster it's there's a firewall between yes. you can't just say well, I'm going to send Tom King out to this particular house because they are trying to avoid collusion so that's a good point you can get an appraisal but the mortgage company won't be able to use it they'll have to order through that system that's right and even if by some weird circumstance, I get that appraisal back, say I appraised it for you as an individual. I've got to disclose that. And right. some of these mortgage companies, if you've done it within the past three years, they'll say, you know, I don't think that's going to work. Right. And, and that's uh, all. That's yeah. up to them. Yeah, that's right. It's a government. And government I, I've thing. got to put on the appraisal report that. Uh, I have appraised this house in the past three years and explained right. I did it for this owner or I did one the other day for relocation and that was fine. I did the relocation appraisal in October and did the mortgage loan appraisal mm-hmm. then, but I had to tell them that before we even started on the appraisal and then moved into, you know, mm-hmm. got their approval and then I disclosed that in the actual appraisal. You know, another one is don't overbuild. Um, it, it, there's an old saying, if you. <laughs> I just want to change this myth though around. If you build it, they will come. They may not come. If you've overbuilt for the neighborhood, you may not be able to ever get your money out of it. If the houses around you don't have all this big addition and all these things that you've done, you need to consider if you're think if you own a house and you're thinking about doing that, you may you may want to buy another house. But uh, those are things to consider. You've been listening to us on Real Estate Mortgage Shop. Thank you for listening. I'm Joe Garner, your host, mortgage loan officer. Connect with me at jogarner.com. Tom King, appraiser, how do we contact you? 901-487-6989, and it's time to go bye-bye. Yes, we'll see you guys back next week. <laughs>